This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. And now, introducing to you, the positive film buff, Levi Patton. He's positive. Positive. He's positive. Positive. Hello, I'm Levi Payton, but of course, I prefer to be known as the positive film buff, the only film buff in the world that is unable to hate any movie or even see flaws with it. And welcome to another installment of Blockbuster Corner. I've said countless times on this show that the best ever story in both Blockbuster movies and just movies in general is Star Wars. I proved it with my previous reviews of the Star Wars sequel trilogy, the seventh and final season of the TV show Star Wars The Clone Wars, and the first episode of Blockbuster Corner, focusing on the 2005 film Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. The entire story and universe of Star Wars is so magnificent, there's even some other stories created behind the story featured in the main Star Wars saga. The Clone Wars is a big example of other Star Wars stories being made behind the saga, but there's more than that. One story in particular was mentioned in the very beginning of Star Wars, all the way back in 1977, during the first film's opening crawl, which revealed that before the main story of A New Hope began, there was a big battle that occurred involving the Rebels winning their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire by stealing secret plans of the Empire's weapon, the Death Star. That mentioned event looked so interesting, it needed to be brought to life in a Star Wars project. And that story of the Rebels' first victory against the Empire did get brought to life, all right, but in a way that I found unexpected. It was brought to life in the form of a feature-length movie on the same scale of the main Star Wars saga, titled Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Released in 2016, Rogue One was the first attempt made by both Lucasfilm and Disney to release several standalone stories that took place in the Star Wars universe. And who'd have ever thought that this kind of Star Wars movie could actually hit the same amazing marks as the whole main saga? Well, I'll now tell you how it hit those exact marks. Across the galaxy, the Galactic Empire, commanded by the Sith Lord Darth Vader, rules with an iron fist, and only a small alliance of rebels are on the mission to protect the galaxy from the rising tyranny. Things are not looking good for the rebels, however, as the Empire is about to reveal its latest weapon, the Death Star, a space station capable of destroying an entire planet. With the Death Star in their hands, the Empire could finally achieve the ultimate control over the galaxy. In the midst of all this is an outcast girl named Jin Erso, who gets mixed up in the entire conflict between the Rebels and the Empire when it turns out that her own father is among one of the technicians that assisted in the Death Star's creation. Jin joins a small group of rebels as they attempt to solve the mystery involving the Death Star and why Jin's father is behind the creation. But after they find something unexpected that could turn the tide of the war, the small group of rebels unite to embark on the most dangerous of all missions, to steal the plans of the Death Star right from under the Empire's noses. 
It's one mission that could either lead to the ultimate catastrophe or it could lead to a brand new hope for the whole galaxy. As I said before, this whole storyline sounds interesting when it was mentioned in the beginning of the first Star Wars film ever made, A New Hope. And thanks to this movie, it managed to look interesting. Heck, not even look interesting. It was amazing. It does have the same amount of 100% epic scale that the main Star Wars films in the saga gave us. But it delivers the epicness in a completely different manner. This whole movie plays more like a war film in the manner of great war films like Saving Private Ryan, Dunkirk, etc. It includes all of the elements you'd see in a war movie, including more realistic and intense action sequences, more extremely powerful and nail-biting scenarios, more realistic, intense, and complex conversations and situations between the characters, both heroes and villains alike, and the real tragic events of how war is dangerous dangerously affecting the whole galaxy. All of those magnificent elements you'd see in a war movie seamlessly managed to fit brilliantly in the Star Wars universe. Almost like anybody who's mainly a war movie buff and not a Star Wars buff can watch this movie and possibly enjoy this one. I think that's the perfect description for me to describe how brilliantly the elements of a war movie managed to fit in a Star Wars movie. This whole movie, directed powerfully by Gareth Edwards, the director of the 2014 blockbuster Godzilla, is mainly a pure action-packed adventure from start to finish. With the addition of the war movie elements, it has made this movie more unique and spectacular and undeniably epic, successfully being on the same magnificent scale as the main Star Wars films. The action sequences are pure joyful wonder, with less focus on force powers and lightsabers and more focus on war battles that occur both in planets and in outer space, with the main characters caught in the middle. The visual effects are also amazing in capturing all the amazingness of the battles, plus also spectacular bringing to life an old villain like Grand Moff Tarkin, using a combination of motion capture CGI and a good impersonator actor to actually recreate the late actor who portrayed the character in A New Hope, Peter Cushing. The characters are all successfully likable enough to root for, with a solid cast of actors including Felicity Jones, Diego Luna, Riz Ahmed, Donnie Yen, and Jian Wen, each delivering such likable heroic characters with an added dose of complexity in some of them. Alan Tudyk steals the show as the voice and motion capture of a droid named K2SO, managing to give an excellent motion capture performance of a character who doesn't even move his face, our own Ben Mendelssohn delivers one heck of a slimy villainous villain, and Mads Mikkelsen and Forrest Whitaker each delivers solid supporting roles. Several old characters from the Star Wars saga also appear, and they remain wonderful as always, including Jimmy Smits as Senator Bail Organa and James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader, who appears on a small part but manages to make the most of it in an amazing fashion. There's a reason as to why Rogue One, a Star Wars story, was the second biggest worldwide hit of 2016, and I've practically revealed many of the reasons. Those reasons include the magnificent direction and execution of an all-out amazing story, the solid performances, the amazing action sequences, the spectacular visual effects, the magnificent addition of war movie elements, 
I'm sure there's more than those five reasons I've mentioned, but I believe they were enough for all of us to see this as a truly spectacular blockbuster, and for me to see this as the sixth best movie of 2016. Feel like taking another trip to the galaxy far, far away, but not in the main saga? Or are you feeling like seeing another fantastic Star Wars achievement Disney has made? Rogue One is most definitely an epic Star Wars experience you need to go on if you haven't already. Today's world is more competitive. Challenges are more complex. Industries more rapidly changing. Employers more demanding. You need to think bigger, act faster, work smarter. And to do it, you need to be more than skilled, more than relevant, more than qualified, more than confident, more than employable. Become more with the University of Southern Queensland, the number one uni for graduate employment in Queensland. Apply now at usq.edu.au.